I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. Welcome everyone to another episode of Sitcom My Face. I'm Nick Franco, and with me as always... I'm fucking Jay Bidwell, buddy. How are you? Good, man. Uh, A belated Merry Christmas to you. Yes, an early birthday. I'm almost an even older fuck. Ooh, yes. Two days I'll be... uh... I'll be dead probably. I think I don't know. I think that's how it works. Two, two, two days. Uh, well, wait, wait. Does your uh, birth certificate have a, an expiration date? What's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think people don't live past thirty-five, right? You just, oh no, no, no. That's uh, you turn I, thirty-five and then you're just like, well, this is it. I guess you get to listen to Nirvana or shit like that before you Take go. Take a long or... walk off a short pier, man. <laughs> Wearing uh, cement no. shoes. You're from Jersey. You know all about those. <laughs> Hmm. Could be. <laughs> you might. What size it. cement shoes do you wear? <laughs> do you have to lace them up? <laughs> no, 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 no. We have the Velcro ones now. <laughs> I got some insoles for my cement shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Orthopedic cement shoes. I like that idea. <laughs> that is a fucking SNL or Mad TV sketch if I've ever heard one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me write that it's down like, real quick. There's, there's cement shoes, and then there's cement shoes with comfort. <laughs> Dr. Scholl. <laughs> so he's drowning. You see what I did there? You see you see what I did there? Oh, yeah. Okay, well. How you been, bud? You had a good Christmas, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. Like, you know, as good as we can do uh, in, 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 uh, in amongst, uh, uh, like, Omicron uh, and uh, the Transformers, so. I didn't do shit. My actually, I watched. We talked about the the new being the Ricardos. Oh yes, I watched that on Amazon Prime, and I watched, which made me even more excited, was there's the new Reno nine one one movie on Paramount. Oh yeah, I saw. That was one of my favorite freaking shows, and I, this one's very funny. I don't know oh. if you're a fan, but oh no, no I, I watched back in the day. Like I, I love uh, Thomas Lennon. He, he he's a funny dude. Did you see the premise for it? The, yeah, oh, the, the hunt for QAnon. <laughs> yes, it was good. <laughs> if you're a Reno 911 fan, definitely check that out. And if you're a Lucy fan, check out Being the Ricardos. I also watched the one that was uh, maybe early 90s, midnight, something like that. It was uh, just called Lucy. And Oh, that one. That one's not bad either. Well, what are we discussing this week, my friend? Well, uh, we're, Bang, we're, zoom! We're... <laughs> hey, that's JJ boy. Um... <laughs> Well, being that we're almost upon the new year, I know one of the traditions, like, uh, locally, that they would show on uh, one of the, um, well, the station that became CW out here. It's uh, called WPIX, and... Crackwives? What, what is it? Crackwives? Oh, yeah, of the rich and famous, yes. Um... <laughs> no, they... They, they um... always put out, that's for... <laughs> as long as you give them their crack, I mean, wait, what? Woohoo! No, um... There, there, there were two traditions. One was they would have a Twilight Zone marathon. The other thing that they would do is have oh, a marathon the of the Honeymooners. Right. The classic starring Cedric the Entertainer. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Mike one I'm Epps. talking about. Yeah, no, I'm not. It's like about that a one. Christmas Story on Christmas. TBS replays that movie over and over, <laughs> over again. And over and well, over. <laughs> you're talking about they they show the classic, the honeymooners with Cedric the Entertainer over and over <laughs> and over. Uh, no, Gabriel no, they, they, Union. they missed that oh, one. Regina Hall, since yeah. It, <laughs> since it hadn't come out yet, they 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 kind of missed that one. They they hadn't invented their time machine yet, so they they had to play the old ones. The, the classic old, thirty-nine. Ones. What the fuck are you talking about? That's this is the only honeymooners that exist, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> a fantastic feel-good f- film for the family. How about this one? What the hell is that? This, this is bad a bastard? Blu-ray. This is the oh. future. No, uh, <laughs> Blu-ray. No, is the disc blue? Oh, you can tell I've had this DVD for a while. Look at some Hollywood video shit in it. Oh my god. <laughs> Long gone Hollywood video. <laughs> no, you are correct. This one right here. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. And for the first time ever, you've upstaged me. You have the Blu-ray set. I only have the DVD set. Yeah, well, it it it, it was actually cheaper online, and <laughs> and hell, it's Blu-ray, so might as well. <laughs> the the last uh, four hours or so, I was powering through a bunch of these, and I was actually kind of su- surprised at how good it looks on DVD, even like yeah. Um, for the quality, and it, you think of this one, at least I did, as a much older show than it really is, I guess. Well, it, it came out actually October of '55, the right. uh, Honeymooners. Yeah, it, it, and as as we were talking before, it actually started on two things. It was the D- Dumont uh, Variety Hour, and then the Jackie Gleason uh, Variety Show. Dumont must have been some product. What was the yeah, product? Most likely. It's like when they did like the Crest Hour. It was like sponsored by Crest toothpaste and shit like that. Back in the fifties, they did a lot of that. Oh yeah. Well, well, just like in, in, uh, before that, even in the radio days. It, oh yeah. They used to have like a the Campbell Soup, you know, like a Mystery Hour or whatever. Well, yeah, you know, like basically. The one I remember is uh, Jello had the jingle on every fucking thing. Oh God! The big red letters stand for the Jello family. That's Jello, yum yum yum. Jello pudding, yum yum yum. Jello tap, bioca pudding, yes sir. That'd be like every fucking radio program ever. You don't remember that one? No, I, 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 I like. I, well, I should say vaguely because I know yum. I've know I've heard that one, but like yeah. I, I I don't know it by heart like you do. <laughs> Oh, I used to, uh, there was some podcast I used to listen to, and it was just like a collection of old radio programs. Oh, that's awesome. I think it started with Jack Benny ones, and then okay. they kind of, they ran out of those, so they started throwing like Red Skelton and Lucy's, mm-hmm. uh, like My Favorite Husband, stuff like that. But throughout all of them, that jingle was there for a long time. Damn, yeah. It's like, I, I remember getting some of those things on tape, like, years ago, the the radio program things, like, uh. God, I have like some Abbott and Costello ones. <laughs> I think there was even like WC Fields and shit ones. It was like yeah, yeah. But Ra- all the radio programs are kind of fun once in a while to go back. Definitely, there was one I was listening to that they were. It was a podcast now, but it was a a Looney Tunes one, and they were doing it like Ooh. an old radio show. It was a Christmas special. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Well, I know actually the you know the, the main star of the the Looney Tunes, Mel Blanc, the, the one that did most of the voices. He he started in radio, yeah. You know, like he he was doing a lot of those voices, like in radio. So the, this this is what I was saying though is like this show, it looks great on DVD for picture quality wise, but the way it was shot, it feels older than even things like I Love Lucy, which shows you the innovation they had. 
Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> is there a fucking living room in this apartment? Because we just sit in this kitchen the entire fucking ba- ba- Basically, yeah, like, it's, it's just, like, kitchen, like... Okay, uh, did you watch the episode uh, TV or not TV? That was the first one on here. Yeah, that's the first yeah. episode. Basically, when watching TV, he pulls up a kitchen chair to watch yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually on one of these OG VHS tapes I have here. Damn, okay. <laughs> where he's got his little space helmet on, Ed Norton. <laughs> not to be confused with... <laughs> So you have Ralph Cramden and his wife, Alice. Correct. And their neighbors, Ed and Trixie. Yes, yeah, uh, now, the, the, the Nortons who live upstairs. So Ralph and Alice, amazing together. Vo- fucking really brilliant. And it really, it is though, it's your typical, your uh, husband and wife sitcom feuding constantly. Yes, Sometimes you get a little heart. Usually right there at the end, you get a little bit of like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Yes. Baby, you're the you're greatest. The greatest. <laughs> yes. No, you, you would have a lot more of that. And it's also the, not 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 just the feuding, but it's like where the, the like the male, like, you know, like Ralph or Ed thinks they know, you know, no, no more or no best. And it turns out, you know, like, you know, the, the woman's there to like clean up shit. <laughs> You got, uh, when you have Ralph and Ed together, fucking, these two are brilliant together. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. Jackie Gleason and Art Carney are, are terrific together. The, 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 the whole cast is so I well gonna, done. I think Trixie gets a little shafted on the show. I didn't yeah. see, I don't remember seeing them give her much. No, no. You know, again, she she's uh, the, you know, like the, uh, not totally ancillary character, but yeah, like, yeah, she definitely doesn't get as much camera time, you know, like. There's and, a lot of episodes I feel like she wasn't even in. Yeah. yeah it, it, Which it's seems, just seems like weird. Ed, Ed mentioning her, but not her actually coming down to the apartment. Well, it is hard not to compare something like this to I Love Lucy, especially when you had the two couples. Right. Um, like, they live in the same building. They're your next door neighbors. You have the married couple and this and that. But we never... Do we ever get anything with just, like, Ed and Trixie? Um... Uh, is there ever a single scene where it's like them together doing or is it always that that, there was uh uh, one of the episodes that i had i think uh sent uh to you uh earlier today um you son of a bitch i know sorry (laughs) um like one of the scenes is like you know the norton's up in their apartment which is kind of funny because like most of the show is as you said in the cramden's apartment and well, not even the apartment, the fucking kitchen. That's it. Yeah, That's all you ever get is the fucking kitchen. Like, yeah, you, but sometimes Alice or, or Ralph will go into the bedroom, but we don't follow them ever into the bedroom. No. It's just, you know, like, oh, OK, it's you know off camera and, you know, like, oh, and then they come back out. But yeah, it, it really it does feel kind of cramped. Luckily, they're so good that you don't yeah. think about it constantly. But every once in a while, you're like, can we leave this fucking kitchen, please? Which, and it's not a budget thing, because they do have outside sets of, like, right. his his uh, his work at the Gotham Bus Company. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Batman! Uh, <laughs> I mean, What's you have, like, the, the quiz shows and stuff like that. They'll, they'll do other places. Restaurant, right. I think I saw one, a restaurant one. 
But it seems weird that their home set is so fucking small. Right. Well, I, I think it's it's also kind of like, you know, like, you know, like uh, ha- hammered in there, the fact of it's like, oh, they do have a small apartment because, you know, they are. They don't have shit, dude. Yeah, they, still- exactly. Yeah, Alice brings it up, like, you know, in the first episode. Um, the episode is TV or not TV. Um, uh, Ed, Ed and Trixie are going to get their second television because the first one is shot. Well, Ralph. He walks in the sewers. <laughs> well, Ralph that and sewer Alice. money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll never know what you're gonna find down there. Now, um, Ralph and Alice, they even g- haven't gotten their first TV, nor do they have a washing machine, nor do they have. They still have an old school ice box. Instead they of have a fridge. an old school ice box. Uh, they don't have an updated stove. They, they didn't like, have a phone yet. No, no phone. Yeah, but, but like in fact, one of the episodes, they had to go up to the uh, watcher Norton's to use the phone. I watched one where he came into some money. The first thing he did was buy a phone. The money went away. Had to get rid of the phone. <laughs> there was another one where they're like, "We're finally, we're finally getting somewhere. We got a phone." You know, like, mm-hmm. "Call me, call me." And then, yeah, I mean, those things that we take for for granted. This right. show, you go, "Wow," and this is fifty five. Lucy and Lucy and Ricky definitely had a phone in fifty one. Yeah, but no, no. Here, you know, they, they don't even have a phone. Yeah, no, no real modern conveniences. They're and, in uh, Brooklyn now. I wonder. I wonder if this, these apartments really were like that small in Brooklyn at the time, where they are. They do a lot of lean out the window and just go, "Hey Ed, come on down." Yeah, <laughs> like, holy shit, and <laughs> not. Yeah, and all the neighbors got to be like, "Shut the fuck up." You never hear the neighbors calling for anyone, though. Every no, once in a while, you, you if that's hear... the communication in town, every once in a while you should hear somebody outside, hey, Jerry, it's time to come inside, you know? Yeah, no, you, you don't hear any of the neighbors. You see one of the neighbors, or like a couple of the neighbors in some other episodes, like the the, the one big, episode. angry guy. Yeah, the, 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 uh, angry because... Um, the 14-year-old when, girl. What When Ralph is, uh, yeah, when well, Ralph is uh, preparing for the 99,000... Dollar mm. answer uh, quiz show, like he has Ed, like uh, he rented a piano and Ed is playing the piano. So late at night, playing a piano, playing records on a phonograph, you know, like preparing for this quiz show, and people are trying to sleep. <laughs> well, you can go over that show a little bit or that episode. Oh, it, it, uh, great episode! Um, you know, it turns out you know, like I don't know how we got picked, but. Yeah, Ralph is a contestant on the $99,000 answer. And um which is kind of like uh, uh their version of who wants to be a millionaire. We would Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you answer a question and then you double it and you double it, you keep doubling. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it, it it progressively gets more money and harder at the same time until you get to the $99,000 uh question. And uh well what what happens is he has to pick his category, and the category he picks is popular songs, because apparently he's familiar with a lot of popular songs of you know of the time. So he goes home, and now he's yeah you know, ready ready to study all 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 the music he can study, <laughs> and um, the the ways he's studying is he's. Um, He's going down to his, like, the uh, uh, Italian neighbor da- downstairs, Mrs. Manicotti, going over 
Italian songs and their English translations. He's going over, you know, like he has uh, photographs, a photograph with a whole bunch of records that he's playing, learning all them. And then he rents a piano uh, of which he has Norton come down to play the piano. Um, also, he's got a whole bunch of sheet music. And the Swanee River. Yes. Yes. The, 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 the catch of, yes, Ed can play piano and he's very quick to be able to play. Yeah, like, like, you know, he looks at a, a piece of sheet music and he's, you know, ready to play. Except he's got to warm up before every time he plays. <laughs> and his warm up is... Can we just take one second, too, and appreciate um, Ed Norton's, like, little uh, getting ready to do anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, just the... Every... <laughs> Every time he has to do anything, make a phone call, get ready for the piano, he has this little <laughs> hand thing he does where he's kind of like loosening himself up almost. Mm-hmm. If he's got sleeves, hell, even if he doesn't sometimes, he's he's pulling up his sleeves and doing... Yeah, and, cr- cracking the knuckles. And, right. you know, like, all, Which all, always all the- leads uh, Ralph to, will you hurry up already? <laughs> will you stop it? <laughs> <laughs> Just do it already. You know, that kind of shit. I love that. Oh, I, yeah, I, I love that too. Then of course, <laughs> now Alice wants um, Ralph to. It's like you know, if you get to the six hundred dollar question, which is like the second question, just stop there. Don't don't mm-hmm. be greedy. You know they could use six hundred dollars. You think I'm stopping at six hundred, Alice? <laughs> I'm going straight to the top. Yeah, and and then she brings up the 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 uh, or no or he brought up the point that some fourteen year old. I think, uh, yeah, like got like to six thousand or something. Yeah, like yeah, sixteen thousand or fourteen thousand, and yeah. uh, I forget which you, category. You don't think I'm smaller than a fourteen year old? old? Well, can and, you spell? Oh, oh yeah, anti anti disestablishmentarianism. Yeah, see how easy it is to say. It's like anti disestablishmentarianism. Anti It's like well, spell. It's like. I'll spell it if you give me fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so you know, t- you know, time comes. He goes on the show. He he's ready, and and he tells the guy up front he's not stopping until he hits the ninety nine thousand dollar question. And so they go to the first question. <laughs> it's like who wrote the, the uh, who wrote Swanee River, the song he <laughs> just heard fucking eighteen times. Yeah. And and he's like Swanee River. It's like, oh, can we play a few bars for uh, Mr. Crampton? It's like, yeah. And it's like, yeah. His answer, Ed Norton. Yeah, that's what I love too. Is watching this again as you forget how many of those little things that we take for granted, cartoony things that come from this show, like the humana humana humana. Yeah, like, no, that no, kind of shit. B- b- big time. Yeah, the the humana humana. It's like I don't remember that in other. Was the why I oughta in here? I feel like yeah, probably why I oughta. <laughs> Bang yeah. zoom straight to the moon. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that 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 is the one of the things though that is a um you know, a, a constant in each episode. It's like Ralph is basically threatening physical violence. But in a loving way, 
boy out of to the moon, Alice. I'll knock you to the moon. You're like, yeah, they're gonna cancel Ralph Cramden and fucking Jackie Gleason gets canceled in 2022. What the fuck, man? I like uh, in the quiz show too when he asks what his career was. What do you do for a living, sir? I'm a uh, I'm a dust briver. <laughs> dust briver. Excuse me. Uh, I, I briver dust. I briver dust. <laughs> yeah. Yes, as, as he has a little bit of a uh, you know camera shy, you know, fear in front of the uh, television camera there, which so the, comes which comes up on another episode too. <laughs> The I was looking at the years of this, and you said what year it started? Fifty five, the actual show. Yeah, October the, uh, October first, I think it was uh, nineteen fifty five. So the Jackie Gleason show, uh, there's got to be something wrong on IMDb with the years because it mm. says fifty two to seventy three, but it looks like they're counting specials, maybe or something. I think they're talking about because the honeymooners skit that started on the Jackie Gleason well again right but this the separately demon- so separately it has the Jackie Gleason show and it says that it ran from 52 to 73 yeah that's, but there's that's only separate- 166 episodes right yeah that that's so for that's it to run 19 these- years or 21 years yeah this is separate from the the classic 39 episodes of mm-hmm. the like filmed as a regular television show. So it's weird that I guess the the whole of the honeymooners existed within the run of the Jackie Gleason show. Yes, that's kind of strange. Yeah, as a, a an ongoing skit. I, was it more popular than the Jackie Gleason show? You would think it would have been, I guess. Well, but. it was actually number two, I believe, um, in in the ratings in in the U.S. Uh, like you know during its run. He definitely wants you to know he's in charge because the the show ends with entire production supervised by, by Jack Jackie Gleason. Gleason. You and, go, God damn! And, and how does it start? You're like, you you have you know, now. This is a different thing from most of the sitcoms that we've watched. Your uh, your theme song. It's not that like sort of upbeat type of thing or goofy or whatever. It's a very classic, little, ba- like romantic type. Yeah, yeah, romantic big big band. Type of mm-hmm. thing. It's like, yeah, it's like, da, 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 da. and and it's like, and it's like Jackie Gleason, the Honeymooners. Now this was there in the original broadcast, right? Because a lot of these old shows, the way we know them now, the openings weren't the way. That's not the way they originally aired. A lot of times it did open with like Philip Morris presents. Sense. Right. And like the for Lucy, for instance, the heart that we all know, I love Lucy on the set right. heart, that wasn't there originally. Wow. That was added in reruns. Wow, I did not know that. It they it originally opened with whatever the sponsor was that week. Hmm. Which would have been, like I said, Philip Morris or something like that. Whatever right. the soap, there was some soap that was on a lot of them. I forget what it was called, but Life it would Boy. be like, oh no, no, that's from a Christmas would, story. Yeah, whatever. What, Crest <laughs> presents the Lucy Desi show or whatever, and then you would go into the episode. But those hearts on satin things came in reruns because they didn't have sponsors anymore. Ah, so this one though, I think was actually there. I I think you're right on the honeymooners one, but I didn't realize the the Lucy part of it though. Yeah, that, you know, that would be uh, definitely worth uh, researching there because, yeah, you know, I, I could ask uh, ask some of my uh, 
my cousins, like they, they were big uh, Honeymooners fans from back in the day. Because so. I wonder, like, I wonder if this show was ever not on, like, because Lucy's been on, I guess, nonstop since it originally aired. It's never been off air is what I've heard mm-hmm. since 51. Damn. So I'm sure those Jeez. heart and satin things came probably pretty fucking early, maybe even the 60s when they were already rerunning. Right. But I like Honeymooners, I don't know. There might have been a time when you had a decade or so before it started rerunning. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure because when I you know first saw it was like in the 70s, and yeah, they, they uh, like they would do these marathons on Channel 11 in uh, in the uh, New York uh, City uh, uh, station area. Do you, you know the first time I saw the Honeymooners? It was called the Flintstones. <laughs> well, my. <laughs> you know that, and that was a big to do. <laughs> And this was the sixties, right? The Flintstones came out in the sixties. Yes, 60s? the Flintstones were sixties. Now the, and the ran Flintstones... a fucking million times longer than the Honeymooners. Did. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, lot more spinoffs too. Um, but yeah, the, the the Flintstones was like basically a direct ripoff of the Honeymooners. But <laughs> I think actually, um, hey, yo, Fred. Was... <laughs> hey, Fred. <laughs> what do hey, you Ralph. want now, Bon? <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. In fact, you know, like, like, let me see if I can find. The we thing were saying about- I was right before we were recording. I was telling him I was like, I think the only voice on the Flintstones that's not a complete ripoff is that Trixie's voice. It does not sound like Betty's voice. Betty, no. Barney's no, no, wife that, that, is that, not. That, that is Trixie. a different, different voice. But anyway, what when the Flintstones came out, they like you know they brought it to Jackie Gleason's attention. Mm-hmm. Now the Flintstones. Was one of the top sitcoms when it? Yeah, I saw an interview where he just said, "I'm not going to be the guy who cancels Fred Flintstone, Fred Flintstone because yes. it's the most popular thing in the fucking world." Exactly. And he goes, like, "I could, I could yeah. go in there and he, get some he, money." He has every right to do it. Right. He but goes, he's but not I, I don't want to be the it. guy who ca- who takes away the Flintstones. <laughs> right. Which is pretty cool on his part. Oh yeah. <laughs> he he knew. <laughs> I wonder though if they gave him a little that backdoor money, maybe. I I would hope so. You you are right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they had like just Fred be like a bus driver and just made it completely blatant. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn, you couldn't even try. Uh, let, let, let's see though, but uh, go, going back to the show itself, yeah, the the yeah, the four main actors were Jackie Gleason, Art Carney was. Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. Audrey Meadows was uh, Alice. Mm-hmm. And Joyce Randolph was Trixie. We're, now, now, were they all on the Jackie Gleason show as, like, character actors? Now, Because I the th- wasn't there two... There was two Alices, right? Yes, that's okay. the thing. There there was a different Alice at one point. What? And I was telling you, I found, like, streaming. I think it was Tubi, and there's one other streaming service... That's pl- that has available some of those the the actual you know segments the honeymooner segments from the Jackie Gleason show. Yeah, so I think what I was reading from this thing was they keep mentioning the lost episodes, and I think that's what they're referring to. Yes, when they say the lost episodes is the actual skits from the Jackie Gleason Gleason show. show. Because I was telling you the because that uh, probably didn't rerun. I bet. Right. Yeah, no, I, bet, you're, yeah, you're, I don't you're, think you're variety right. shows really reran much. No, no, and, and, like these things hadn't been seen in like 
50 some odd years. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, like after I think it was like 50th or 50 something uh, anniversary, these lost episodes became available. And um, through it, you also see, you know, the other Alice, who, uh, who I don't remember who was the uh, actress. I'll see. I've seen a Let's documentary see. or oh, something one time where they Played were talking about the, that. The first nine skits was Pert Kelton was the actress that played Alice. The, and I don't, like, the, I don't think she left over bad blood or anything. I think she just got some other part or something. I believe you're right. Because I, I swear I saw a YouTube doc or something years ago about the two Alices or something. Mm-hmm. But Archie Meadows was the perfect counterbalance mm -hmm. for Jackie Gleason's. Was she Ralph a twin? Cranston. I saw a picture with another. I think she had a twin sister. Ooh, I you know, let's uh, see. Uh, that'd did, be a fun she? little sandwich. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I'll say she's the younger sister of uh, Jane Meadows, who was also a. So an she actress. must look a lot like her then. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't say about Alex. Uh, Alice is a good-looking lady there. I mean, for the oh yeah, <laughs> for the fifties, Jesus, definitely. Gotta get that fucking toot out of her, though. And I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> Bang, zoom, zoom. <laughs> he but, but, that was uh, kind of the shorthand he went to after a while, right? Because in the beginning, he'd be like, right to the moon or whatever. But I think as it went on, the shorthand just became bang, zoom. Zoom. Yeah, and like sometimes he wouldn't even say it, but he would <laughs> like. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Did you just dab? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, the honeymooners, the fish he, show. To oh my dab. god, he invented the dab! Holy shit! <laughs> but um, oh, actually, yeah. Uh, let's see. the The original there was also a a different Trixie. Okay, I did not that... know that. Yeah, Elaine Stritch was the first uh, Trixie. Oh, I know that name. Why do I know that name? She sounds let's familiar. See. And let's see, she was uh, known for her work on Broadway. Let's see, also the comedy Loco. Let's see, she was also on Law and Order. <laughs> yeah, they, like oh, she's, she's the old lady from. Um, she was the Alec Baldwin's mom on Thirty Rock, and she's the old lady from Screwed. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Thirty Rock. Yeah, there we go. Yep, you remember her? She was funnier than shit. She's oh in a lot God. of stuff. I didn't even realize that was her. She was in Screwed with Norm MacDonald. She's the old lady Damn. that they're trying to kidnap. Wow. And Dave Chappelle. <laughs> we need to watch uh, Screwed on here sometime. Okay. It's got Dave Chappelle, Norm MacDonald, and Sherman Hemsley. And her. So now... Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a nice uh, grouping right there. <laughs> uh, and Danny DeVito. So actually, oh, it's got damn. fucking TV stars galore. So I mean... Damn. Uh, I feel they, like you know, as yeah. we go, every once in a while, we can sprinkle in some kind of movie like that if it stars that many TV talents. Mm-hmm. But now, now like, um, let's see. Where, where, where did we want to go with this? Did we want to uh, head on to another episode, or did you want to uh, talk any more about the, uh, you know, the, the Jackie Gleason show? And, oh, and the, um, the Dumont... Uh, show was called Cavalcade of Stars, which Jackie oh, hold Gleason on. Before I, I was just about to close this Elaine Stritch uh, tab here, and yeah. she was on a show for four seasons called Two's Company, and the font is the exact same as Three's Company. Was she on a spinoff of that? 
Damn, I, th- I thought uh, what was a it? British situation com. It was was there a British spinoff? Maybe that I do not know. We'll come back to well, that at a later like, date. <laughs> I, 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 again, we know Three's Company was a an American uh, redo of the British sitcom Man About the House. So, oh, I wonder if there was a British version of like this a Two's spinoff Company. of it. Hmm. It's called Two's Company. It's her and Donald Sinden. Hmm, okay, we'll, we'll that, look that, into that and maybe worth, come back worth some that. research. <laughs> yeah, four seasons too. Like, right? but uh, oh, you know what? Going back to the 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 apartment again. The yeah, you know, the Cramden's apartment is. Like, I don't even so... feel comfortable calling it an apartment. It's just a room. It's a yeah. It's about <laughs> the size of a mop closet, really. <laughs> yeah, th- their room versus when you actually see the episode with, um, Ed and Trixie's apartment. You see how nicely decorated it is, and you know, it just looks like a nice place to be. And when they also visit, um, there's an episode where they visit one of the uh, people from work. They they go to his house, and yeah, again, really nice big couch, you know, like you know, again, uh, well decorated. Yeah, the Cramdens, yeah, room apartment. Th- there's like nothing on the walls. <laughs> there's literally nothing there was one where they like i said they came into money and he had a line something about like we're moving uptown baby he's like look at this furniture just imagine how it's gonna look in one of those nice in apartments on yeah. park Pla- uh, park ave or yeah yeah <laughs> not implying that we're not getting new furniture we're still gonna have the shitty furniture but we're gonna have exactly. a nice apartment <laughs> yeah oh that i know which episode you're talking about too that was the episode where um uh, Basically, a woman that's been riding the bus for like 14 years, uh, yes. she passes, and now Ralph has been named as one of the uh, people in the will mm-hmm. to, to receive part of her inheritance. And apparently she only has one like living relative, like her nephew, that she never got along with. And what, in fact, when they're reading the will, like, she's like, okay, you're a gambler, a philanderer, uh, ph- philanderer. philanderer. <laughs> and it, it's like, okay, so basically, yeah, and he gets $1. So, uh, oh, and the, the, the maid and I guess it's the cook. Oh, no, the maid and the butler. That's right. The maid and the butler, they get like uh, 50000 and 25000 Right. So, yeah. Apparently, this woman's worth millions, like forty million. And to Ralph Cramden, I leave my leave fortune. My fortune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, and it's like, it's like, yeah. I want you to take my fortune. Woo! Yeah. And then you find out <laughs> what fortune is. It's a fucking bird. What is fortune? <laughs> it's a, it's a bird. A, a bird named Fortune. Yes, a, a, a bird like a parrot named Fortune. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun episode. I watched uh, the TV or not TV, which is the first one on here. I don't know if that was the actual first episode, I'm assuming. I don't think there's any believe- missing from these. Right. No, I believe Funny that is money, the first episode. Which was, I believe, where they find the money on the bus or something. I be- Yeah, right. it ends up in Lost and Found because someone left it on the bus and it's like mob money or something. Yep. The Golfer, which I think we both talked about, is one of the better, like the best, probably maybe of the oh, ones yeah, I watched. Th- th- that is a freaking hysterical one because which a lot of an episode about uh, golf. I didn't think I'd be into it, but yeah, yeah. There's a routine that makes it fucking hysterical. Yeah, the the the, the golfer. You'll you'll find a lot of episodes 
Ralph is trying to make his way in the you know the the, the Gotham bus company, and like you know you know to to a higher position, and to get to a higher position, you know he's he's willing to schmooze, he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to get in good with the person that could get him to a uh, higher position. Mm-hmm. So apparently, that they're um what is it the the new traffic manager I think is the uh, the position that's uh, coming open, and the person that can basically give that position, um, uh, the, 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 uh, both he and uh, Ed, Ed, Ed likes to hang around and have lunch with uh, Ralph, and the two of them are there at the bus company, and yeah, here, here, here comes the uh, the boss coming through, and. He's trying to find something in common. It's like, oh, you know, like, how's the, you know, how are your kids? Uh, I don't have kids. It's like, oh, 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 so, you know, your your, your wife wants me, okay. I'm not married. No, I'm not married. <laughs> how are you? Hi, I got you there. Oh, yeah, I got you there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, what, what are you into? And it's like, oh, you know, like, I'm into golf. So now both Ralph and Ed are playing up that Ralph is a like a world big golfer, golfer. But of course... Ralph has to really play it up mm. that oh yeah he's championship level golfer. Yeah, we're on full so, sitcom alert right here. Yeah, so what, that you thing know, what that you the, lie about in the first scene of a sitcom never comes back into play. No, 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 never, no. never. That that's the red herring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so of so, course his boss is like, oh well, I oh I'm busy this weekend. I'm busy this weekend, but there is one weekend that is available. And yeah, Ed, yeah four four weeks from now. So now, Ralph has to figure out a way to get good, as the kids say. Right. Get good at Ed, golf in a month. Not just good, good to be as amazing month. as he says he is. Yeah, get good at golf in a month until he also then finds out that his boss's second, you know, the the, the partner that he plays uh, with, uh, like, uh, uh, golf, is not going to be able to play mm-hmm. that weekend. So now he's got two days Mm-hmm. To learn the, the game of golf and be really good at it. Well, it all leads to this brilliant, again, in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> This scene in the of Ed basically trying to teach his his way of golfing to Ralph. Right, yeah. Well, Ed, Ed uh, also picked up a book. Oh, like, right. he's he, He's got a book, and it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, like yeah, how hard can it be? Yeah. Okay, yeah, first, uh, approach the ball. You know, Hello, uh, uh, ball. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. Approach the ball. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, stay straight. Address the ball. <laughs> Hello, ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like talking about it's all in the hips, and he's just <laughs> grinding his hips all around. He's oh, like, no, God, wait yes. a minute. Yeah, just, just like he prepares, like you said, mm-hmm. like you know, playing the piano, you know, doing the, you know, like this, and you know, getting all loose. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same thing with his hips and that for getting ready to swing the the club. And, you know, like he does a practice swing and then it's Ralph. Ralph is uh, like his turn to try it. And, you know, Ed's giving him the the thing. It's like, okay, approach, you know, stand straight, adjust the ball, head down. Okay. You know, like, uh, uh, you know, right hip out, left. It's like this arm out, this then swing. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's just hysterical. 
That like, whole scene is is worth the journey of that episode. I would say yes. I would say if you're gonna watch one, I would probably go to that one. It gives you a pretty clear view of everyone. Yeah, but there really wasn't a bad episode in any of the ones I watched. No, um, the the very first one, the TV one, is a little boring. There's a few boring bits. It's a little slower than a lot of them, but it's still very right. funny. But but it's still good. That that's the thing about this show. Even though it's like it's old as hell, you know, like you know, we're going back into the fifties, mid fifties, di- you know, different time, different. It holds up. The comedy holds up. I watched the babysitter, which was pretty good. Where Al- was, this is where they get the phone. So Alice is trying to get a second job to mm-hmm. help pay for the phone, but doesn't tell Ralph or not a that, second yeah, job, she's just a babysitting. job babysitting. And uh, he thinks she's cheating on him. Mm-hmm. That was a kind of fun episode. It's got some funny wait, moments. Wait, 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 which. That's another common theme that comes up too. Like one of them thinks the other one is like cheating or yeah, like yeah, yeah, something's uh, amiss. And then I the the one we discussed the ninety nine thousand dollar answer. Ralph crammed in ink. That's the one with the fortune and the bird. Yes, young at heart. Uh, that was a pretty fun one where they go skating. Yes, the young now, girl comes over to and is kind of talking about this date she's going on and gives Alice a little bug in her ear about, you know, we've kind of gotten stale in our marriage. Maybe we should go out and do something. Let's go skating, too. You know, and he's like, yeah, let, let, let's go dancing and uh, and, and skating. And, uh, and you know, it's like and, and the tunnel of love, you know, like at the amusement park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the amusement park. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun so, one. Yeah, that, that was a fun one. Now, I don't know if you noticed. Now, okay, honeymooners. Yeah, you know, we've talked about like you know, in front of a live audience versus you know, laugh track and that. This was definitely front of a live audience. This episode was very strange. Did you notice the live audience reactions and sound versus the other episodes? Like when they're gasping when he falls and stuff. You mean? Not, not, not the gasping when he falls, but just the things that people are going gaga over and the sound of them going gaga. They must have brought in a lot of young people to watch this one. Oh, like when the guy comes in and the the audience is like, Woo! I, I thought yeah. maybe he was famous or something. I was like, maybe he's a I, guest he, star he of some sort. He may have been sort. famous, but the things that they were reacting to were things more young people react to. Like sexy things? Uh, woo-hoo! No, what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> like, are you talking about like... Uh... Not like some of the lingo that... Yeah, the, the young girl oh. and that guy are talking about. You're not hip. And then, yeah, he's like, you're not hip. <laughs> and then later on, after, like, you know, the, the, number one, they did go out to the amusement park. You know, uh, Ralph, Alice, Trixie, and Ed, they went to the amusement park. They went dancing. Uh, oh, which also, uh, Ed was trying to teach uh, Ralph, the, 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 like, the latest dances, like mm-hmm. the Hucklebuck. Mm-hmm. What's that kid go? He goes, you dig? And he goes, no, he's a bus driver. I dig. I work in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When Ralph is talking about, it's like a, like a, s- some uh, poet or someone. It's like uh, somebody uh, says that uh, youth it's, is wasted on the young. Yeah. You hear like a lot of young people like, uh. like, like kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an odd audience reaction sound. I'm like, okay, yeah, they must have had a lot of young people there that day. I don't, that the only one I, I the only thing I noticed was when the the guy the young guy comes in is that they went crazy, and that's yeah. when I was like, he's got to be some maybe he's famous. I don't know, but they, 
Yeah, they went extremely wild when that guy walked in. So I don't know what that was about, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, they, now the other crazy thing, though, with a lot of these episodes, as opposed to like you know later sitcoms that you that we would watch, like you would normally get like ending credits telling you who like the other actors were for a particular episode. Mm-hmm. This has none of that. <laughs> Here in the TV one, the first one. When they're when they're flipping through the channels or whatever, there's a woman's voice, and I swear to God, it's Lucy's voice. And I tried to find it, and there's no info on who the oh. voice on the TV was. Oh, that that would be an interesting one. There's because there's out. like a it sounds like maybe like a soap opera or something when they're flipping through, and you mm-hmm. hear a man and a woman, and the woman sounds exactly like Lucy, but but almost like the older raspier Lucy. And I was like, I don't know hmm. if the time is right for that. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, fifty-five. But it sounded and- just fucking like hmm. her. And I so saw to the point where I went to IMDb, and there was no info on the voices on the TV. Yeah, it, it may have been, and just one of those uncredited roles. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, because again, back then, you know, the, or maybe it was other- even from one of her movies or something. I don't know. Like, uh, could it could be? If this was but- CBS, which was the same network True. that Lucy was on. That's true. Yeah, so so it quite possibly could have been uh, Lucy that they were able to just like take a little uh, piece from one of her shows. Yeah, and just yeah. You know, yeah, I tried to Google cause, it. Nothing. Because because <laughs> we're the thing is we're not watching what they're watching. We're just hearing what they're watching. Right. Yeah, we're seeing the back of the TV screen. Right. This unconventional behavior, though, you'd like this one, Ralph and Ed will be regular riot at the annual raccoon convention if they ever get Norton's handcuffs off. This is from 56. <laughs> yeah, they they are like, oh, the dumb women got on the wrong train. They're going to like Minneapolis, I believe. And he's like, oh, I got this great bit with the handcuffs. And it's a very, very familiar premise we've seen a million times. Puts the handcuffs on. They're handcuffed together. There's no key. And now they're on a train ride trying to go to sleep. And they keep talking about the wives, those dumb broads got on the wrong train. Well, it turns out <laughs> they got on the wrong train. <laughs> and oh, the women are on the right train. Yeah. But there's a lot of, uh, you know, they have two bunks. He's, so they're handcuffed together. So it's like, you get up on your damn bunk. Oh, Ralph, do you mind if I smoke? He goes, no, I don't care if you smoke. Well, my smokes are under your bed. Okay, get down here and get your sink. <laughs> And they, after he gets up and down off the bunk like five times, okay, okay, is there anything else you need before I put you back on that bunk? Are you thirsty? He's like, no. You need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no. You hungry? No. All right, we'll get up there. And he gets up there and he's like, Ralph? He's like, what? He goes, you forgot to ask me one thing. He goes, what? He goes, I need a match <laughs> to light a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, those two, but, uh, those two are just are complete gold in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well, can that, see why the Flintstones ripped them off. Yeah, and honestly, I was say, if if it works here, oh, it's got to work animated too, right? It's been a while since I've seen a lot of the Flintstones, but honestly, I don't know if Fred and Barney ever reached the levels of this. Like Barney isn't as he's stupid, but he doesn't go to the extreme levels of no of Ed, and not that I remember anyway. No, there are definitely differences in those characters. Yeah, one, like you said, you know, where they work, 
another thing, again, the Trixie versus Betty definitely uh, I guess difference. maybe it's the physical humor. Like, Barney doesn't, doesn't feel real physically funny. Where right. Ed Norton's got both. He's got the dim-witted humor, the quips, mm-hmm. and the physical. And I don't remember a lot of the physical stuff from Barney. Maybe because it's a cartoon, no. they didn't anim- want to animate the shit, but... Well, well, then again, also, B- B- Barney was like a little stump of a guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love his wardrobe, too. Ed Norton's wardrobe in this. That weird fucking fedora. Would just He's always wearing, like, a t-shirt <laughs> with a vest and, like... Yep. Was that a style? Or was that just some shit, like, re- weird vaudeville outfit he yeah, threw on? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And, like, and th- there, there were times, like, you know, Ed's going to sleep, and it's like, wait... Wait, does he wear that hat to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) There was a weird thing, and I thought it was a mistake at first, because actually this show, unlike a lot of shows, leaves a lot of flubs in, like when people screw up lines. Yeah. They don't don't just do another take. They kind of leave them in. Yeah. It it was like live and, you know, whatever we do. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But every time he fell, I noticed it the first couple times when he falls, his hat always falls off and he reaches for it, but then stops. Yes. Did you notice that? Yeah. And he does it every I, I, single time he falls. Like, he doesn't ever catch the hat, but he looks nope. like he's trying, but then he just falls anyway. Yeah, he falls anyway. And and his his legs go way up in the air, like when he falls. Yeah. Versus Ralph, which is kind of like a, like, kind of like he's just going down, like, straight down, and then. Because uh, the first time it did, he did it, I was like, oh, he he didn't want his hat to fall off. But then he did it every single time in different episodes after that that I noticed. So I was like, oh, that was like a weird choice about his hat. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh, no, uh, that, that, that could have been something that, you know, like maybe, maybe uh, in uh, all the times that he practiced, he noticed the hat always fall, falling off. So he like he would always kind of go for it. Yeah, because he literally reaches, and it always falls, like, right by his head, too. So, I mean, yep. if he was trying to catch it, he could pop it on, but right. he just, no, and then he aborts it. Maybe he yep. did it the first time, <laughs> and then was like, well, now I got to do it every time. I don't know. Just a weird thing yeah, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, well, but, but that's one big thing, like, with sitcoms, you know, you find something that works, be it a line, be it a a, a movement, you, you repeat the hell out of it, you know. <laughs> Let's see. What 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 are some uh what what are some famous ones that you can think of that like f- famous? Lines did I do that? that? There we go. Did I do that? Huh. What you talking about, Willis? Uh, <laughs> Archie Bunker, Meathead. <laughs> yeah. Dingbat. Yeah, when something works, don't change yep. it. Why? If it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Don't if it if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. If it ain't broke, don't, don't broke it. Yes, fix don't it. broke it. Hey, it's a honeymoon. Leave it in. Leave it in. Yes, leave li- the flubs. Listen to JJ, everyone. Don't broke it. <laughs> if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Don't broke it. <laughs> I've been watching too many of the honeymooner flubs. Yes, and that will be our <laughs> our catchphrase for JJ. If it ain't if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Fuck it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Yes, when we when we do a recap episode, yeah, that that will be the uh, <laughs> yes honeymooners when the famous catchphrase was invented. If it ain't fixed, don't broke it. You mean honeymooners? The honeymooners? Yeah, honeymooners. It was Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> this movie was so shitty they put it out only, as I recall, in full screen. They didn't even bother putting out the widescreen. Wow. Because <laughs> at this time, I'll tell you. You see the movie store back here? 
I was yeah. a movie nerd then forever, right? I was like, I don't want to buy no fucking movie in full screen. That's for the fucking losers, full screen. Where the hell is like, the widescreen version? There wasn't one. Mm-hmm. There Damn. One. I can just see the comments. You're wrong. Actually, it was released in widescreen in Japan only or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. NTS uh, format. Uh... And to you, I say, <laughs> bang, zoom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Pal format. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no pal of mine. I'll tell you that. Now, let's see. What what, what other episodes did you uh, check out? That last on this one, one was the the last one I watched was the safety award where he's getting a safety award oh, for his, yes. his clean for f- driving record and then um, fourteen years of yeah c- clean driving nervous about receiving an award for the for being the safest bus driver in the city Ralph gets into an accident broadcast right. five nineteen fifty six yes and uh, yeah the, the, when he gets into an accident it's not with a bus he actually. Uh, borrowed the car from one of his coworkers, so like that they could go to City Hall, you know, to receive the award in style. And who who does he actually have the accident with? The man giving him the award. <laughs> who wants the judge? Actually being, like the traffic judge, who's like yes, known tra- for being stringent. Hurdle says so, uh, ho- holler and hurdle. Th- that's what they oh, called yeah. him. Holler and Hurdle. Known for giving out $50 fines and 50-minute lectures. Yes. Now, the funny thing about that with the Hurdle is that's also the name of the... Let's see, what, where is... The Turtle? <laughs> yes, Hur- Hurdle the Turtle. Yes, I remember that Dr. Seuss uh, uh, book. But um, one of the producers, the producer was Jack Hurdle. <laughs> Of this show or the... Of uh, of the show, uh, of, of, well, particularly this episode, at least. I wasn't sure if you were referring to, like, Mel Brooks, the producer. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? Yes, the, the producer. Yeah, the one thing that was kind of cool in the uh, credits, though, is they all had, like, different fonts. Weird fonts. Yeah, weird fonts, like, almost like almost like the, their signatures or something. Yeah, that's, that's what it did look like, you know, it's just like... Hey, you want to draw this one? Yeah, sure. Or write out this one? Yeah, sure. And they use that for the credits. And unlike the Bob Newhart show, they did give all the supporting cast credits in the opening theme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, in the opening theme. But at least Bob Newhart show you would get at the end who like also guest starred and such. This one, yeah, you, you didn't get any of that <laughs> in the credits. Which, is, again, makes me think maybe those were tacked on after the fact. I don't know. Maybe it, it ended be. with a sponsorship kind of thing. And oh, maybe they just made that, one fuck end thing because they never changed that I saw. Right. Maybe they just no, slapped no, they, they them on there every episode when consistent. they re-aired them. Hmm. Very yeah. interesting. You never know. <laughs> Could be rough. I wasn't alive in 1955. <laughs> Isn't that what Marty went back to the future? <laughs> so, watching the honeymooners, what, what what's your take? Like you know, you, you've watched it before. I've seen many of them years ago. Yeah, it's been a, probably ten years since I watched them though. And then I had okay. a, I had a few of these tapes when I was real young. Mm-hmm. But it was it's been a minute. Um, it's it's really a brilliant show. The, it really the is. simplicity of it, and it's it's an easy show to watch and go. I've seen this. But what you have to realize is this is from a time when these these things that you've seen were being created. Right. All these tropes, these were these weren't tropes yet. Correct. So while we've <laughs> seen 
there's a sleepwalking episode and a handcuffed together episode and a quiz show episode and a like these are very sitcom episodes. But yeah, they were because, still new then. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, no, no, because hey, here's the thing. Let's take two of those right there. Sleepwalking and game show. Mm-hmm. We watched The Odd Couple. And I think every show. Those were two of the episodes. <laughs> every show we've covered probably had one, at least one of those. Yep. And that's why uh, I said, it, it's easy for me to watch shows and having grown up watching I Love Lucy to go Lucy. Like, like when on South Park, when they go, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. I always go, mm-hmm. Lucy did it, Lucy did it, because that show was 1951. TV was new, but even that, Lucy came from radio and movies. A lot of the, the stories from I Love Lucy were stolen from her radio show, My Favorite right. Husband. A lot of those premises came from that. They were, I think, the same writers as her radio show. I wouldn't be surprised, Bob, actually. Bob Carroll and Madeline Pugh, I think, were their names, something like that. So a lot of those were recycled, but they go, hey, we're on TV now. We can we can do it again. Now you the audience can see it. Yeah, this is a new audience. Kinda, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> people but didn't have also, the TVs hey, yet. Hey, for the for the people that are familiar with our you know, like radio thing, oh, this is gonna be like you know, like a, like like comfort to them. It's like, oh yeah, I know this. I think a lot of the shows at the time were basically like, well, look how successful these things are. No one's going to care if we take it and spin it just a little bit to make it ours. But even we talk, I, I said, uh, family matters. Then I do that. They do the fucking handcuff episodes or Ur- Urkel and Carl getting handcuffed together. And that was what? 40 years later. Yeah. Like they were still there's. <laughs> I bet you there's some fucking show on right now that has an episode where the two main characters get into hijinks and get handcuffed together. I, there, there's yeah, probably I, I, a modern I, I, family where they get handcuffed together. I don't remember one, but I bet you there is. <laughs> they went 11 years. They had to have got there at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. so I would say this is amazing. And you have to put on those goggles when you revisit it and just appreciate that these things weren't all old yet. Right. No, no, it, it, it's totally true. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you said, tropes. Yeah, they had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, be it Lucy, be it the Honeymooners or the Jackie Gleason show, or you know, like, and you know, and as you said, also be it maybe from the radio, you know, um, radio versions of some of these shows. Having listened to all those Jack Benny radio programs, I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jack Benny gets near the credit he deserves for the way we. You could picture his radio show like a sitcom. Oh like, yeah, and a lot yeah, of it, those jokes are the ones that we saw f- fucking for the next twenty years, <laughs> up through the Brady Bunch and shit. There's a lot of those kind of things that are just there, and they were successful then. So, as we say, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the the the. I'm the, gonna the make back a shirt. Of- I'm gonna make a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to see the back of the, the, the next release of the Honeymoon's uh, like uh, Blu-ray or whatever, or the 4K version. <laughs> Jay Bidwell says, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make shirts. <laughs> now, one of the things I also want to go over, too, is the fact of, as you know, we said, Flintstones was a direct you know, <laughs> copy of pretty much the Honeymooners Yeah, the Flintstones... Formula. All they did was they took 
the honeymooners and made them white, right? Because the honeymooners are black. Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> Why do you keep laughing? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I should have rewatched this. I was gonna, but I just forgot. I, you know, I have yet to watch the movie because I, I'll maybe be honest, there's a, a commentary lot... track, my friend. Oh, there we go. I don't know uh, if that's a lot, available uh, streaming anywhere. Yeah, a, a lot of movie uh, versions of TV shows just don't work out well. <laughs> so it's like one of those, like, wh- whenever one comes out, it's like, eh. Yeah, the, the closest thing I think that was like, oh, okay. Yes, a movie uh, version of a TV show that was awesome or whatever was The Fugitive. <laughs> That, that 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 was like you know the, the the one instance where it worked. You know, strangely, one of my favorite movies as a kid was U.S. Marshals, the sequel to The Fugitive. Like really? I watched the shit out of that movie with Robert that, Downey that, that Jr. That was the one with uh, Snipes, right? Wesley Snipes, Robert Downey Jr., yep. Tommy Lee Jones. I fucking love that movie. Anyway, Damn. yeah, sometimes sometimes it does work. I think <laughs> those occasion. Brady Bunch movies were pretty successful. I never watched. Oh them, yeah, but. The, 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 those were. Funny, goofy. You like, you know, like it, it was like it was a fun making fun. Yeah, they of, were self-aware, right? Yes, it was a self-aware. Am I crazy? Movie, or was, so, there, was there a new honeymooners or something in the eighties? Or didn't they do something like that? I believe that it was. Uh, they did try to redo when they were it. doing like the new monsters and the new Leave It to Beaver and all that shit. I think. Oh there, God, there yes. might have been a. I wouldn't be surprised, but the new odd couple, gonna, as we discussed. Yes. Oh, definitely did Odd Couple, like, in several iterations. But with the Honeymooners, some of the other things I remember were, uh, you mentioned Looney Tunes before. Looney Tunes did a direct ripoff, the Honeymousers. Wow, clever. And, and like, in a, <laughs> in a couple in a couple of uh, episodes, they, they had them, you know, just mouse versions of all of them, including the names, you know, Ralph, Norton, <laughs> Alice, Trixie. It was just... Completely just like, okay, yeah, here, here it is. I do remember a mouse named Trixie. Was it yeah, Mixie and Trixie but, or some shit? Was the... Oh, no, no. Uh, 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 Pixie tri- and Trixie. Uh, P- P- Pixie and Dixie. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, uh, with Mr. Jinx the cat, yes. That's right. You know, sit- sitcoms may be something that we're both uh, good and y- you excel at. Cartoon, uh, like, strange knowledge is a-, a thing I'm really good at. Stuff Watched many cartoons. That makes over sense because you do look like Jabberjaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm Magilla uh, Gorilla. <laughs> I threw this DVD earlier. I didn't realize it went up my ass. It was. I was like, "What the hell's poking me?" <laughs> it was up my ass. Jeez. Wait, <laughs> just hit play on JJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not my play button. <laughs> That's not the play button. Don't smell your finger. <laughs> King of Queens, I think, did a whole episode of where Doug and Carrie were Alice and Ralph. I can see that. And but Deacon, his big black friend, comes in as doing the... <laughs> as no, as, no as my God. Doing all the, and he's like, oh, why don't you just get to it already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I sometimes enjoy when like a newer sitcom like likes to give an homage to... Well, Doug and yeah, Carrie did. too with King of Queens. They're such a perfect. That's the that is the mold they come from. Oh, definitely. They basically I, are I, I, Ralph I, and Alice. Only uh, Carrie is more the yeller in King of Queens. Yeah. Oh, she's more the the yeller, 
and, uh, uh, and and like her sarcasm goes, you know, way higher than uh, Alice's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the uh, D- Doug definitely is a uh, a Ralph Crampton, and also his like oh schemes that will uh, you know w- will work. And no, <laughs> I fucking love that show. We'll get to that soon. Oh, we'll definitely get to that one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that show. Are we uh, are we at the end here? I I, I think so. Um. Is there anything else that you'd like to say about the honeymooners besides, you know, watch the? I would uh, just say the Cedric the Entertainer is so good in this. I, I, you know, it really is something that should stand the test of time. Him and Mike Epps' chemistry in the oh, J.K. Bro. (laughs) Oh my God! I'm glad I bought this DVD ten years ago just for this episode. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if anything, you know, just to, to, it's like I know I'm going to have a uh, podcast and we're going to be doing a video on Twitch. 2005. And, uh, so I was I was ready. I was ready for this. <laughs> I paid 14.99 previously viewed for this. Just wow. Just for this. Just for this. <laughs> just for tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's like JJ's like I'll meet a guy from Jersey. <laughs> we'll, we'll start a podcast and that. And you know what? I, I got a catchphrase, but I'll, I'll, I'll workshop that shit for, you know, I, I, I got 10 years to do it. Oh, man. If it ain't. <laughs> if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Yes, there we go. I got to get a. Um... Yes, add in a little uh, rim shot on those now. Well, tell the kids where to find us, I guess. Well, you you can find us on Twitch, of course. Yeah, like this one is at netnick191, and if they want to find JJ's uh tw- Twitch uh, stream, it's at Bidwell Fog. That's twitch.tv slash Bidwell Fog. Yeah, boy. Um, if you want to email us, hey, go ahead. Email sitcommyface at gmail.com. At Facebook, we have a page, Sitcom My Face. Twitter. We're at Sitcom My Face. I notice a theme here. <laughs> There's only one way to end this episode, Nick. Nick, you're the greatest. <laughs> Bring Zoom. I'm Nick Franco. I'm Jay Bidwell. And as they say, if it ain't fixed, don't broke it. <laughs>